What's this world coming to? I have a fashion question for you. Go ahead. What do you think of Seersucker? You know, I have a Seersucker sports jacket that I bought at a thrift shop. It's great. It's white with little teeny light blue stripes. I wear it only on very special occasions, like a, a summertime wedding. But, you know, for that, I like it. Why? Joe Scarborough this morning and Morning Joe was wearing this really cool-looking seersucker jacket with blue stripes. I thought that looked really cool. And, you know, he's a Southerner. That's kind of a Southern thing, I think. I'm from the South. I need to get back in touch with my Southern roots. Yeah. I'm going to get myself a seersucker jacket. That's what I'm going to do. I think a suit might be going a little too far, don't yeah, you? Yeah, he's got a sports jacket. How, yeah. Wait, how long have you been? You've been in the North now. How many years? Long time. Yeah, you're a Yankee now. You're not a Southerner. <laughs> the hell this Southern root shit? You don't care about that. Yeah, well... <laughs> I do. Something keeps drawing me back to the old South. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it is. <laughs> we should turn our podcast into fashion tips for men. What do you think? <laughs> Only if We're such high fashion dudes. Come on. If you promise to get a man bun. No, I'm not going to do that. And why does Trump have that long ass tie? What's up with that? He's covering his belly. Because it's so big. You don't see ties that size anymore, do you? No. You know, if he's covering his belly. But they got pictures of him on the internet, and he's playing tennis. I saw that, yeah. Oh he looks God. like he's about to crack his underwear open. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big boy. Yeah. Especially in the head. Right. Yeah. That's where he keeps all that brain power. Oh, yeah. I love how he can turn things around. Now Obama colluded with the Russians. That's amazing. He can, he can turn anything. He's he? so stupid. But, hey, his constituents are going, yeah, see? Yeah, well, <laughs> wait till they start losing their health care and, and their parents get off Medicaid and stuff. Maybe I one, still love my president. Yeah, they do. They do. Love my president. So did you have some of that bread this morning again? No, bread's all gone. It is? Yeah. What you make, like one big loaf? Yeah, and then I put one big loaf back down. <laughs> yeah. It's a cycle of life, right? <laughs> a cycle of life. It is. Uh, Speaking of putting down big loaves, <laughs> can you imagine Donald Trump sitting on the crapper every morning with his smartphone tweeting, crapping? Well, yeah. That's a picture I don't... Yeah. I mean, it's probably different in the White House than it was in that penthouse apartment where the, the toilet was gold, probably gold-plated and stuff. And heated and all that other crap. He's got to rough it there at the White House. You know, he hasn't been back to that penthouse since he's been president. He must really miss it. Even when he goes back now, he just goes to his golf course in, in Bensminster, New Jersey. He's never been back to the penthouse since he's became president. We had this dish guy here yesterday putting the Hopper 3 in. Right. It's the latest, greatest dish technology. I guess he overheard Karen and myself talking about Trump. And he actually chimed in. I couldn't believe it. Positive? Oh, he hates him, too. Oh, good. Yeah. Is that what you're getting? You're getting a dish satellite? I've had a dish satellite. We just upgraded to the Hopper 3. We had the regular Hopper. We went to the Hopper 3. How many channels do you get now? See, here's the thing. I know this sounds crazy. You know I have 14 TVs, right? <laughs> There is almost a TV for every room. Our house has about 25 rooms, so about half the house has a TV. So 
But they're not all wired for the dish, are they? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Every one of them? Yeah. These Hopper 3s have like 15 tuners inside. So we've got two Hopper 3s, which will cover 30 TVs. So I could add another 15 TVs, 16 TVs, and I'd still be fine. Well, what's the advantage of having dishes as opposed to just cable with all the pay stations? Their technology is like way ahead of everybody else. The only disadvantage is, you know, when you get bad weather and... And it goes out momentarily. I mean, really bad weather. Well, you know? do you, does it give you like... But but that doesn't happen that often. I told you, Claire got this TV set when she was doing this kitchen in a penthouse in Philadelphia. And the people just left the 55-inch TV, brand new. And we have it now, but I can't figure out how to hook it up. <laughs> You're really a, a techno dork, are <laughs> oh, you? I am. You know, we hooked it up, but it just turned on. But it didn't get to our Verizon cable package. So I don't. I didn't know what to do. So I just unplugged it, put it back upstairs. You should call Verizon. I tell know. them to come out. Hey, my TV's not working. Right. So what are the odds you're giving this health care? I think it's not going to pass this week. Maybe eventually down the road. But here's my thing. I'm torn. On one hand, I think it's terrible. But on the other hand, strictly being against the Republican Party right now, I think if they pass it. They're going to suffer terribly. But once again, you're assuming the American people. Yeah, but I think when your grandmother and your grandfather or your parent, you know, starting to have things suffer because of that, they're going to look at Trump and say, wait a minute, you know, what has he done for me? He's, not, he's given me nothing that he said he would. Now my parents are in trouble. This is skyrocket. You know, no. He'll so, just blame it on Obama. Oh, yeah. Well, that can only go so far, too. Now, I just saw a new poll today that people around the world are looking at America completely different now. Our image is going way down since he's become president. You think? <laughs> <laughs> My image of America has gone way down. Right. Well, that's the kind of thing that his base is going to give a shit about. But I care about it, you know. I thought it was bad. You know, when we traveled around the world, people used to talk to us about Bush, and I thought that was bad. But, God, I'd take Bush any day right now, wouldn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Did I tell you about this book? I didn't, did I? I was flipping around over the weekend, and I saw this pastor. His name is Greg Laurie, and he was talking about this book he wrote about Steve McQueen. A pastor wrote a book about Steve McQueen? Yeah, it's really fascinating. Apparently, Steve McQueen, right before he died, you know, he died of cancer. He got religion? Well, I don't call it that, but... When he was getting on the plane to fly to Juarez, Mexico. Mexico, apparently he gained all this weight. His stomach was distended. He looked horrible. He had cancer. He had tumors all over his body. Yeah, he was going for special kind of treatment that didn't allow right. in the United States. Right before he got on the plane, guess who handed him a Bible and it was signed with a scripture verse on it? Guess who did that? This guy who wrote the book. No. Who? Billy Graham. Oh, really? Yeah. And... He started reading. He asked Jesus into his heart, and he became a Christian. You know, shortly after that, he passed away. Unfortunately, the people that he went to see in Mexico were just scam artists, as a lot of them are. And they did surgery on him, and he died like four days later. Right. So I started reading this book. Well, I started reading it online, you know, because Amazon gives you like the first few chapters for free. I just couldn't stop reading it. It was so good. So I ordered it, and I can't wait to get it. How well did this guy know Stephen Queen, or didn't he know him? He, he didn't know him. He was just a fan, and he wrote this book based on all this research he did. And he actually spent a lot of time with Steve McQueen's 
former wife, his widowed wife, I should right. say, because he was married several times. Right. Well, that's interesting about Billy Graham, because I know Billy Graham was a big fan of Bullet. Remember that? He was? <laughs> I don't believe that. Oh, you're, you're just, hey, come on. Well, the funny thing is this pastor was a big fan of Bullet. In fact, he bought a 1968 Ford Mustang Bullet performance car because he watches the movie over and over again. Now, this is a cool pastor. His name is Greg Laurie, and he has one of these big mega churches in California, and he's one of these guys who doesn't wear a suit. You know, he right. wears jeans and sneakers, and he comes out and talks. I mean, he's really a great speaker, but equally a great writer. You can't put it down. Really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe I'll send it to you when I'm done. Well, you know what? If it's really that good, just tell me with the name of it and everything. And You know, Claire reads a book a week on her iPad. Okay. She'd probably like something like that. Well, I don't know if she'd like it, but it's not all religious, isn't it? Steve McQueen, The Salvation of an American Icon right? by Greg Laurie. He talks about Steve McQueen and, you know, he's kind of the king of cool. And out of all the people that grace the Hollywood screens, I mean, this guy, a lot of people, a lot of men especially looked up to. Not a lot of people could imagine him getting on his knees, you know. Right. But well, I guess that happens when you're facing your maker, right? Well, hopefully it happens before then, you know. I know I have 14 TVs. I don't have time to watch TV that much. And I have a ton of books and I really don't have time to read that much. So and then I get all these newspapers every morning. I do. I don't read every single word, but I read those daily. Right. Reading for me is fundamental. It has to be something that keeps my interest because I'm moving so fast and doing so many things. So I think this is going to be a great read. I really do. What are you reading right now? You know, I, I'm a little bit different. I, I read so much during the day on the Internet and different, you know, websites and stuff like that. And then I read newspapers. So give me something specific that you're reading. Nothing. I mean, I Sarah read mag- Palin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I read magazines. That's got articles in my. Mag- See, I- you're sounding like Sarah Palin now. And you were giving her so much crap no, because re- she couldn't <laughs> cite one thing specifically. I and read, you can't either. I read tons of stuff. I just don't read books. And I wish I could. I used All to. Right. All right. One I day, maybe I would. You're, you're a dumbass. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs>